0: Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This
1: is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Off to Buffalo for a date with the Sabres. Then chats with forward Anthony Mantha and Samantha Pell from the Washington Post will join us. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, March 24th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear the Faster Way. Into Capital One Arena, a day after falling at home to the St. Louis Blues, the Capitals returned to the ice for practice in Arlington yesterday, looking to shake off a two-game home losing streak while preparing to face the Buffalo Sabres tomorrow night. A mixed bag on the team's health front yesterday, TJ Oshie and Nick Dowd both skating at practice, but both in non-contact jerseys. Still no sign of defenseman Trevor Van Reemsdyke. He's not eligible to play until Saturday at home against New Jersey. He's still on injured reserve. It's a concern he's not skating yet, too. Capital's going to hold another practice at MedStar Capital's Iceplex this morning, albeit an optional, before the team flies to Buffalo this afternoon. Yesterday at the skate-around, I caught up with Samantha Pell from the Washington Post along the glass at MedStar talking about the impact of Anthony Mantha since his return, the daunting task of trying to climb from the second wildcard spot, and the injury-marred season T.J. Oshie has had to endure. All right, hanging out the rink here with Samantha Pell. How about the play of Anthony Mantha over the course of since he's come back? I don't think it's any coincidence that when he comes back on March 3rd, the team suddenly turns around. He's been physical. He's contributed offensively. I love the way he's playing, and he certainly was a bright spot the other night against St. Louis in a game, but otherwise wasn't so great.
2: Yeah, I think with Anthony Mantha, I think he kind of surprised everyone coming back maybe a little bit earlier than everyone anticipated, probably even he anticipated, but I think, yeah, just his size, his strength, I think is really impressed. I think on that second line with Backstrom and Wilson has actually worked pretty well for the Capitals so far, and it just seems every time he touches the puck, he can become an electric player, and I think that's what was missing from this Washington group, kind of in his absence, is a guy that can come in autumn automatically- you're like, oh wow, he can do something with the puck. So, yeah, I think he's been great, and I think he's gonna be relied on down the stretch.
1: This team has had, by and large, a pretty good month of March. They are now starting to fight through some injuries again as we sit here at practice. Nick Dowd is skating, but in the non-contact jersey, same thing too with T.J. Oshie. So their status for Buffalo seems to be very much in doubt at this point. And then Trevor Van Riemsdyk wasn't out here at all today. So here we go again. This has been the story really for six months is, who isn't able to go today?
2: It's pretty crazy when you think about it. I mean, the Capitals really have not fielded their traditional, ideal lineup the entire season after Carl Hagelin gets out, that eye surgery. And I think overall, I mean, the Capitals went out in the deadline and they got two kind of depth forwards to kind of help this injury prone forward group and still kind of here we are and in this situation but yeah I think it's going to be the story for the rest of the season and we'll see what happens in the playoffs because everyone remembers last year with all the veteran guys getting hurt all over again
1: Metropolitan Division has gotten a lot better Ricard Raquel going to Pittsburgh talked about that earlier in this week with Tariq El-Bashir the Rangers loaded up Carolina goes out and gets Max Domi a fast team gets faster with him this division definitely is trending in the direction of upward mobility, and here are the Caps trying to find their way from the second wild card. This is going to be very difficult to pull off.
2: It's going to be very, very difficult to pull off. And, you know, me and you were talking earlier just about the Caps schedule in April. I mean, what a brutal month for the Caps. You have, I mean, Carolina visits here at the end of the month. You have Minnesota. And then you have you play Toronto twice. You go out west on this really big 10-day road trip. And, yeah, I mean, it just seems like the Metro got a lot better and the Caps kind of stayed put, which is what Brian McClellan basically told us at the beginning of the month. And he goes out did what he had to do. And now kind of here we are. So it's going to be a wait and see. Can the Caps kind of get out of this little two-game rep that they have, or are we going to go back to this up-and-down kind of last few months? From
1: a reporter standpoint, we've talked about it a couple of days this week, and we've certainly talked about it in the past. I believe Brian McLeod might be the most honest general manager in the National Hockey League. There are a lot of GMs that are never going to tell you what they're thinking. It's just all of a sudden a move will happen. And it's like, oh, where did that come from? This was known a month ago, what was going to happen. It was pretty well telegraphed. A couple of depth forwards, Johan Larson comes in, Marcus Johansson. From a reporter standpoint, I would imagine that's got to be fairly helpful from a professional standpoint.
2: It was definitely really helpful. You know, you're going into the trade line thinking, OK, well, Brian said he's going to do this. And every single time he said he's going to do something, he's done it. And he went out and he did it. I think just in terms of goalie market, maybe some fans were surprised that the captain tried to go out and do that. But Brian basically telemarketed that to us earlier in March, saying we're not going to go out and get a goalie unless he's the obvious choice. And there's only one or two on the market. Hint, hint. We're probably not going to get them. So yeah, I think from a reporter's perspective, it was nice to kind of know that early on and just headed into the trade deadline. It seemed like, all right, this is what they're going to do and this is what they have.
1: <laughs> it was probably necessitated in some part because T.J. Oshie just can't stay healthy and hopefully he is able to come back and still play some meaningful games down the stretch. But as we sit here at practice, again with a non-contact jersey, status for the weekend unknown, there's all these games in a short amount of time. And even with a back-to-back, it's tough to come back in a back-to-back. This is a tough stretch for him it's just been a tough season for number
2: 77 yeah it's been brutal for TJ I think after not this current injury but his last injury he said you know he was just happy to be back on the ice again like he didn't know if his recovery was going well there was one good day followed by three to four really bad days and it kept on going for a couple weeks before he could really get back on the ice and play any sort of consistent stretch of games then you have this latest injury and it kind of derails him once again so tough for TJ tough for the Caps but hopefully we go I guess the rest of the season see him back but it's going to be tough.
1: It had been a while. Good to have Samantha Pell back on Caps this morning in advance of tomorrow's game with Buffalo. Across the rink yesterday, Ben caught up with Anthony Mantha, who has been impressive since his return back on March 3rd.
0: Just want to lead you off the bat. Thought of this the other day with the trade deadline having passed. What a difference a year must make for you personally just to have watched the trade deadline the other day or kept tabs on it. Is it different for you now when, when you watch and think about what players in the league go through on a day like that?
3: Yeah, I mean, obviously a lot of movement again this year. A couple teams trying to get some big names to add to their roster. And... Yeah, for living in last year, I mean, obviously it's a quick change of scenario. Some guys like uh, Jojo comes back where he played for a long time. So it's fun to see, obviously. It's awesome to see new faces in our locker room. Daniel was one of my good buddies here, so it it sucks to see him leave, but it's all part of the business, and it's all, like I said, a business, so we we can't do anything about it.
0: So we'll get to your game specifically in just a moment, but I want to ask you, first time we're catching up to you like this since you came back, the absence that you experienced... That's a long time to be away from the rink, away from the game. The team had ebbs and flows, ups and downs during that time. What's it like for you to to be nearly four months without game action? Long.
3: I mean, it it took forever. It felt... Like forever, obviously. Staying away from the rink, I'm not sure. I saw this building every single day, pretty much, when I was injured, you know. But uh, just being back on the road with the guys, it just feels great. I mean, uh, you miss it more than you think when you're injured, and uh, you just want to get back out there and have some fun. It's the toughest part. The first couple of weeks, I would say. You know, when you you can't really do much. You're in pain basically uh, 24-7. You're not feeling yourself. You're just bored. That's probably the toughest
0: part. Now the good part, you come back, and we've said on our broadcast it's not like you've been eased into things you came back you're playing top six minutes you're playing big minutes and you're playing very well are you surprised how how quickly you've been able to jump back in and seemingly look like yourself yes and no
3: i mean obviously the four months was a lot of hard work a lot of gym obviously a lot of shoulder work but also cardio and just trying to be as ready as i could without like having any games for that long and First, I would say three were kind of rusty for me personally. Then I kind of found my pace and found my stride, a couple hits. My shoulder feels comfortable. You know, I'm not thinking about mm-hmm. it or anything. So that's exactly how it should be
0: and just play my game and do, do the right things. Glad you brought up a couple of hits. I think it's been more than a couple of hits. You're getting in there. You've been physical the past few weeks. I don't know if it helps you with the rest of your game. Does it get you engaged? Does it get you involved and dialed into a game when you're physical like that?
3: It gives me confidence for sure, meaning my body feels good. There's no aching pain or anything once I deliver a hit. So, uh, yeah, it could get me into the game. It, it kind of heats things up, and maybe the, the atticemen on the other side is going to do a turnover next time he knows maybe we're coming down so maybe we get the puck a, a little bit more in the ozone or things like that so uh, that's really the focus of that.
0: Final couple of things, a very strong start for the team in the month of March. We're chatting with you now following a, a loss at home to St. Louis but when you look at the start of the month what did you like from the team as a whole that maybe wasn't necessarily there against St. Louis, but how do you capture some of that early success from this month?
3: No, I think we were playing really well. Obviously, the last two games didn't go our way. I don't think we played our best game at all against St. Louis. A lot of turnovers. We watched videos. We watched clips this morning, so we'll know what not to do in Buffalo and just get the train going again. I mean, we're, we still have a great month so far. If we could close out the month the same way, I mean, it'd, it'd be great for the standings and for our team and for our confidence.
0: Playing Buffalo and New Jersey, they're two teams lower down in the standings. I'm curious, from your time in Detroit, after the trade deadline for a team that's lower down in the standings, there's a thought that sometimes they could play, they could start to play well, the pressure's off, etc. cetera. What, what is that like from their perspective? And what's the challenge for a team like yours when you face teams like that March into April?
3: I mean, if you look at both teams, they're winning lately. You know, like uh, Buffalo, I think, won a couple games uh, since they played outside, I believe. And then New Jersey just the other night scored seven. So it's not teams we could take lightly. Like you said, they they had no more pressure. You know, they're just playing. They're not officially out, but they're playing, and they, they don't really feel the pressure. And sometimes for teams that are already in playoff like us, like or just in the wild card spot, you you would maybe take them lightly, but can't do that. Obviously, we're still battling for that wild card and to advance and maybe get
0: home ice uh, for playoffs. So we we need to be ready, and we know they will. Heck of a goalie in Craig Anderson in Buffalo these days. Final thing I want to ask you, Saturday night, Nicholas Faxstrom's going to be honored, celebrated for his 1,000th career point. You've played quite a bit with him, especially since he came back here in early March. How do you describe what it's been like for yourself as a winger and the benefit to a player like yourself when you get to ride shotgun with him?
3: It's awesome. I mean, Nicky's one of the best passers in the league right now so obviously you kind of just need to get open and he knows exactly where you're going you know where he's going he's able to calm the play to to make the right play so I'm just embracing every moment uh, with Nicky and it kind of reminds me of Zetterberg in Detroit when I got the chance to play with him you know this same kind of passer playmaker and uh uh, towards his end of the career he was calming the play down and making the right plays and I just feel like Nicky's kind of the same way right now you know uh, making the right plays and uh, playing at his his forces and
0: it's just been awesome to to play with and to watch. That's awesome you should share that with Nick he might appreciate that comparison as well appreciate this Anthony thank you. Thank you.
1: He's been solid of late Anthony Mantha chatting with Ben it's a Caps and the Buffalo Sabres tomorrow at seven. Pre-game at 645 on 106.7, a fan, and Caps Radio 24-7. Caps Game Day, your extended Caps pre-game show exclusively on Caps Radio 24-7. That'll get going tomorrow at 4 o'clock with Ben. Hear it at CapsRadio247.com. In the meantime, have a great Thursday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Capitals!